This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. On the line I have got Jamie Strange. Good morning, Jamie. Good morning, Brian. How are you? Well, I'm not too badly. I think I'm surviving all right. <laughs> it's sunny outside mm. today, but the weather forecast isn't too good for the rest of the week, unfortunately, but there no. we go. Well, everything's happening yeah. with the uh, Delta, isn't it? There's um, spreading down to Tauru yeah. and... Uh, and uh, Taupo and places like that, it's uh, very hard to control it. Um, the traffic light yeah. system, what do you think of that? Uh, yeah, look, I mean, it, it's, certainly a, it, it's certainly a step in the right direction in terms of more freedom for people uh, while while keeping, you know, the strong focus on, on um, keeping New Zealanders safe. Yeah. And, and basically the, you know, the uh, basically high vaccination rates allow us to move to the traffic light system you know, which essentially means that, that we're less likely to have to go into lockdowns, you know, the type of lockdown that we're experiencing at the moment. I just I just had a had another look through it yesterday, you know, in terms of what each each level means. Yep. Um yeah, and I mean I mean like, I mean I mean like a green is sort of like our level one. Yeah. You know, orange is sort of getting towards level two and then red is sort of between level two and level three. Oh, so right. even at red, there's still quite a few freedoms. Okay. Um, yes, I mean, like, the people who have been struggling with this lockdown will certainly appreciate the move to that traffic light system. You know what? You know, I, I guess just sort of adding in there, though, the only reason we can do that is because of the, va- the uh, vaccination rate. So what we're finding is is that uh, Delta is sorry, sorry, um, Delta is is um, is 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 uh, primarily spreading yeah. through unvaccinated people yeah. and it's primarily unvaccinated people who are ending up in hospital so as we get those rates up um certainly gives us more options yeah well i, I mean i like many many people have had uh, two shots of it and uh, there's a possibility of a booster in the new year i gather yeah yeah that's correct um yeah i expect we'll hear we'll hear more about the boosters um soon yeah um but yeah i mean like certainly we have ordered more doses yep. to enable you know to enable us to do boosters but also but also to enable us to start vaccinating um age 5 to 12 year olds all right um, now there's still a little bit of work that needs to be done around that you know in terms of just ensuring that it's safe for 5 to 12 year olds um but we have ordered the doses um, yes. and then we'll go through that work and it and if we find that it is safe then we can start rolling it out, you know, both the boosters and the, and the 5 to 12 year olds. Well, that'd be really great. And, of course, the other thing is uh, schools and universities, they've been pretty badly affected as well. Yeah, yeah, certainly, yeah. My, my uh, wife and I, um, you know, um, Angela and I have got four children, um, yep. all school age. So, yeah, so they've been learning from home for the past seven weeks. Oh, um, well. And uh, yeah, I mean it can be a bit of a challenge because I mean, <laughs> I mean obviously we're still working, doing yeah, you know yeah. doing Zoom meetings and you know phone calls and emails and whatnot, sure. um, and we're trying to keep an eye on them, you know you know doing their schoolwork. Um, yeah, so look, I mean like our our, our four children go back this week. Um, good, good. They've you know they go back part time, yep. you know different days because they cover two different schools. But look, I mean I'm sure there'll be a lot of parents who'll be who'll be very happy, um, you know, to see their kids heading back to school after seven weeks and not a lot of kids as well you know to get the mm. more face-to-face learning but also have a have, have a bit of a bit more of social interaction as well right of course one of the other things and i don't know whether it's the effect of being locked down and that but there seems to be an increase in uh, violence and uh, 
and guns and things like that and people being shot at and, and so on and even cars being driven badly. Do you think that's uh, an effect of uh, the, that or is it just that we're in a breakdown system? Yeah, I'm not sure actually. Um, I mean, I mean, we have to sort of take advice from the police in terms yep. of what they're seeing. I know that I know that leading up to the lockdown, we were having quite a bit of trouble, you know, in terms of ram raids yep. um, on 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 uh, dairies and liquor stores. Sure. Um, yeah, and and we've also unfortunately seen a bit of a you know a bit of an increase in in uh, petty crime as well in terms of theft, you know, particularly particularly things like bikes and. You know stuff like that. Um, yeah. yeah, and then we we have seen a few a few very serious um, very serious crimes, which is certainly concerning. Um, you know, uh, people might realise that like one of the reasons we don't have a hard border in the south of Hamilton, instead we just have spot checks, yeah. or sort of you know south of Cambridge, is because of the police the police capability. All right. Um, yep. Yeah, and so you know the police. Yeah, you know, the police will be slightly undermanned at the moment because they are they are monitoring the Auckland border, yeah. and then they're doing spot checks, you know, um, like I'm south of Hamilton. But hopefully, yeah, hopefully we don't see a you know, serious increase in crime. Yeah, that'll be good. Certainly not what not what we want to see. Absolutely, no, absolutely not. Uh, there has been a. I think I talked to you last uh, week about that. Is the uh, water being you know, taken over by the? Uh, the government and uh, it's raising some concerns. I know some councillors and people like that, and there was even a, a blast against it on TV the other night. Um, yeah. How far down the line are we on that one? Is it an idea that's going to happen or what? Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, um, I mean, like I, you know, obviously the government have got a view yeah. that that uh, that uh, that we think that that like we can deliver water more affordable for the country. You know, by by having these four entities, yep. which is similar to the similar to what they've got over in Scotland, we've, we've looked very closely at the model that that um, seems to work over there. Um, rather than each council having their own wastewater, um, um, you know, wastewater System. drinking water yeah. and stormwater, so instead of each council, all, all seventy councils having their own infrastructure and then running it, uh-huh. you know, basically merging it into four entities. Obviously, at the economies of scale. You know, it enables the government to be able to borrow because we're going to have to spend around 180 billion over the next 30 wow, years. The councils literally, the, the councils can't afford that. They, right. they, they just can't. But the opportunities that go with that um, are quite significant as well because you, you know we can prioritise New Zealand companies to do the work. Yep. Um, you know, we can look look at some um, procurement and trades training within it. Um, so there's certainly opportunities. But but in terms of how far down the track it is, yeah. So so uh, legislation will be introduced in December. Okay. Um, this year, so basically next month we'll see the legislation come in. People will be able to have a look at the legislation. You know, they'll be able to form a view on that, and then and then people will be able to make a submission to the select committee, probably from around February next year. So I encourage people who are interested in this area to please make a submission. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm obviously council as well, and you know, certain councillors will certainly certainly share their views, and that's good. Um, and I encourage also members of the public to do the same. Um, and then those submissions will be looked at, um, and the legislation will then, you know, you know, you know, basically make its way through the house. Yep. Um, with consideration to those submissions. Oh well, there we go. Well, we'll wait and see how it goes. And uh, I know some people are a bit upset, but I did talk to one of the Hamilton City Councillors on my council comment uh, program, and uh, he was quite in favour of it happening. So there you go. Uh, look, there's always different views, isn't there? You know, any. Any 
any policy discussion, we're always going to get a range of views. You know, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. And and I mean, like that's the good thing about New Zealand is that we do have freedom of expression. It's really important. Well, I think it's very important indeed. That's for sure, especially when you hear of some of the things that are happening overseas uh, and people mm. being put down and so forth. But uh, there we are. We don't yeah. have that here. We're fortunate. Um, yeah. yeah. Now you're going down to Parliament this week. Anything on the agenda that you know of? Uh, oh, look, um, um, legislation will just sort of continue through the house. Um, I haven't had, I haven't actually haven't haven't had a look at the order paper for this week. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, but certainly we've, you know, as a government, we've got a little bit behind in a few bills. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're sort of, sort of trying to keep it moving because obviously we missed out on a few weeks. Um, one that I'm um, actually chairing through my select committee, which is Economic Development Committee, yeah. is is. Um, it, is is a new legislation on the Incorporated Societies Act. Now, okay. now that was last updated in 1908, <laughs> so it's it's been about 110 years yeah. since we looked at it. So we're just looking at you know how meetings are run, you know various thresholds, you know for reporting finances and yep. and all sorts of bits and pieces. So yeah, so I mean we've got we've got um, around 26,000 incorporated societies across New Zealand. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Look, it's important to get that legislation right so that those incorporated societies continue to function well um, and serve our communities. Righty. Oh, well, there we are. Well, time's running on us uh, at the moment. uh, And um, what we'll do, Jamie, is uh, give uh, um, Gurav a chance next week. He was supposed to be on this week, but he had had another appointment and uh, couldn't change it. So he should be back with us next week, and I'll talk to you in a couple of weeks' time. Sounds great. Thanks, Brian. All the best. You travel well and go well. I'll catch you later. Okay, see you. Bye. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out more.